This episode contains adult language, mature situations, coincidental meetings, romantic comedy moments, idiotic friends who complicate circumstances, forlorn past lovers, confusion, and awkward living situations. Listener's discretion is advised. Episode 239, Love at First Sight with Complications. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and vague reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, I'm back for another fun-filled episode, and as you can tell, I am very excited because tonight I'm going to see a movie I've been waiting all time for, and I talked about last episode, what am I talking about? I'm talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I got tickets for tonight, and I am excited. I really hope it does good because also we got more Luke Skywalker and hopefully they show his green lightsaber because I'm a huge fan of the green lightsaber over the blue lightsaber. But I do digress because I am a huge Star Wars geek and I will be doing a panel about Star Wars. But again, I digress. If you're you're new here, welcome. Spirekin is the podcast that provides informative reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives, meaning every episode I and my co-host will talk about various different geek properties. It could be a movie, could be a Video game could be a manga, graphic novel, manhwa, TV show, anything. And I tell you the pros and cons about it. We tell you the best parts and the worst parts about it. How the plot is, the characters are, the gameplay is. And if it's worth investing your time in or if you should run away like the plague. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be as informative, entertaining, and as, well, even-minded as possible. Even though there's some which we cannot be even-minded about because they're either too terrible or too awesome. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can check us out at Twitter, at Spirekin. We're on Tumblr, Instagram, Snapchat, the PSN network, the Nintendo network, and several other different cool social media sites, which you can find out the information at www.spirekin.com. We're also on iTunes and Player.fm. If you want to do something really cool, rank us up on those websites. So give us a good star rating or leave comments so we know what we need to change and how we can fix this podcast to be the best it could possibly be because I want to make this podcast the best it can be because I enjoy doing this. I love doing this and I love bringing new information to you guys. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Now, with that in mind, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga and it dictated to be there be reviewing a manga that I thought was written by someone else, but it wasn't. It actually, this is written by Toshihiko Kobayashi. It was released in 2002, and it 
ended in 2017 with 44 volumes. It was published by Kodansha, but released over here by Delray Comics. So you can actually get a hold of this. And it is a romantic comedy, kind of slice of life a little bit, but not too much because it does focus on the story itself. It is pretty much a rom-com. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Pastel. Now, this manga is one which starts off very similar to some other works that Kobayashi has written. It's kind of really similar to her last work, which is Parallel, which was really similar to this. But the whole concept is that our main character, Mugi Tadano, recently broke up with his girlfriend. He says he broke up with her. Some people say she broke up with him. We don't really know. So he is going to take the summer off to relax and not deal with this. So his best friend, Kazuki, says, hey, listen, you can come with me to my Obachan, my aunt's beachside inn. You can work, relax, look at all the hot girls, and we'll have a good time. Even though when he gets there, he ends up doing all the work, and his friend is just sitting there loafing around, doing nothing. And one day as he's walking outside of work, he's dropping something off, he sees a beautiful girl who's changing clothes behind the inn, because he's bringing out some bottles. He sees her, and she immediately says, give me some yen. Because you're looking at me, pay me for what you saw. And she, he gives her the amount for a soda, which she gets him. And she ends up walking away. But because he saw this beautiful girl, he's mesmerized by her. He's just in love with her. But she disappears. He didn't get her name. He didn't get anything. So the next day, his friend says, You know what, man? You need to get off of this kick. I know your girlfriend left you, but... I've got a date tomorrow, but she has a friend who needs a date. So we're going to have a double date. You're going to date this girl, even though my f the good date said that this girl may be like a dog. I don't know. We'll see. But you're going to forget all about Harumi, and you're going to have a great time, Moogie. So he's dragged onto there, and as he drags onto there, he ends up discovering that the girl is the girl he was watching. He's like, oh, my God, it's her. And they end up having a pretty great date. It turns out the girl's name is Yu. Tsukisaki and they have a great time however near the end of the date she ends up going into the bathroom and like most rom-coms happened Mugi ends up walking in on her and he's devastated he's gonna apologize to her the next day I'm so sorry but he oversleeps and he wakes up thinking that she's still gonna be at the inn but she left the morning of so she went on the last fury out and Mugi is heartbroken however he realizes that he is in love with this girl, so he has made it his mission to find her. He's going to spend however he can to find this girl. So his friend says, you know what, uh, Mugi, this is a good thing for you. Great. You're done. Here's the money that you earned this week. Have a good time. So they give him the ferry ticket out. He goes home, and he's going to find this girl. That's his mission. However, the minute he gets home, he's psyched to go. He's going to figure it out. He gets home looking for his dad. His dad is not there. She's there. It's like, what the hell's going on? Turns out that you and her baby sister, Sukasa are family friends. They are the children of his parents' family friends. So they are going to be staying at the house with Mugi. As you can guess, he now lives with the girl of his dreams and her little sister. What hilarity is going to ensue? 
lots of crazy stuff. However, it gets more awkward because he's trying to work things out with this girl and things go crazy. For example, you can sleep in my room. Oh, God, I left the window upstairs. We're going to have to sleep together, but we'll have a divider. Oh, you're hugging me. Oh, no, she slapped me. What am I going to do? How am I going to get this to work out? Because he's trying to get this to figure out what's going on. It's made even more hard because Sukasa, the little sister, says, you know what, I'm going to go away for a couple of weeks because it looks like you have a thing going on. So she leaves, and now Mugi is stuck with you, and they are just having a very kind of awkward romantic situation, but then she moves back and it gets even more weird. Also throw in the fact that Mugi's best friend in the world, his childhood friend Minami, is now interested in Mugi. She was gonna leave him alone because he was with Harumi but now she's gone and now she's gonna make her move but the problem is oh no she's now friends with Yui and it's gonna get even more weird and now Yui also has some boys that are after her and will they won't they will they won't they and like most rom-coms you're wondering for a very long time if they will get together if they won't and it drives me up the fucking wall that they do this I understand that you need to get them together but you want to have the will they won't they will they won't they won't they won't they will they won't they but it is driving me up the wall that they take so fucking long especially this series because it takes until chapter 110 which means that it's let's say there's 10 chapters that's a long time just five chapters of manga so pretty much it's like 20 mangas it's halfway through the series before they even get together it's not like Aoyoshi where they are together but they're not they're pretending to be or Ranma where it goes will they will they will they will they will they but you have the other love interest it just it's getting tired of waiting so long for them to get together but I gotta say it's crack I love it I love seeing the pluses and minuses of them trying to work it out and then it fails miserably it becomes a whole thing and it is like crack However, it's a little bit tired. It's been done enough times. It really has this will they, won't they, and the are they going to get together, are they not. This is a little bit more down to earth than a lot of other series I've read. It's not, it's a little fan service because Mugi does have dreams about you. Does he act on them? Not really. He just tries to be the best he can be and be a good guy. And he actually is a really good guy. He's not as milk toast as you expected. Because he actually has goals. He does things. He suppresses his thoughts about this and he thinks about her first. He doesn't try to compromise her living situation. He doesn't express his feelings. He just tries to protect her and he tries his best to, to not make the situation awkward and deal with it. Even though a lot of the other girls who are into him, they end up teasing him and they end up putting him in very awkward situations. And he goes along with it. He deals with the demands but doesn't give up his feelings for Yui. And... A lot of his friends try to push him to confess his feelings, and it gets even more crazy because it just goes even all over the place. And eventually it gets even more complicated when his ex comes back, when Hinako Kayumi comes back. I kept saying Harumi, it's Kayumi. I'm just... That's the problem with actually writing down my notes instead of printing them out. They are a little bit hard to read, especially when I am doing this really early in the morning because I want to get this done as fast as I can because, like I said, I have a movie to go to later today and I have a lot of other things I have to do, including work. But I digress. So, how's the art style? The art style is passable. It's okay. It's probably the weakest part of this manga. It's okay. It's not great. It is very shoujo-y, actually, for a shonen series, and especially a shonen series which is bordering on senin because it's a little bit fan y But it's very shoujo-y. It's okay. It's not great. I was excited to see that they actually released this in the U.S., and it's pretty good. It's pretty decent. And 
I don't know. I just think this is them just trying to turn out another manga. So I'm going to have to give this a gift from your crazy aunt Meryl. It's okay, but forgettable. It's a really good story if you like rom-com stories. But again, it's tired. It's been done before. The main character meets a girl, lives with a girl, things go insane. It's been done. And that's why I have to give this that. Is it good? Yeah, it's serviceable. It's a decent rom-com. It's not too screwed up. It's not too fantastical. It doesn't have weird things going on like he's a dog demon or she has weird extra-dimensional powers or if he's a psychic. It's just, it's okay. It's just okay. And it's too similar to Kobayashi's earlier work, Parallel, because Parallel, on the other hand, literally was two characters who live together in the same house because their parents are officially engaged and they leave the country for work. And it's 19 times of these two living together. The only difference is that the main character in that was a baseball star and the girl is just the leader of the girls. So it's leader of the boys and leader of the girls being together. In this one, it's two very different characters. It's... You know, Mugi, he doesn't really do anything, but he's trying to be the best. He eventually discovers he's a great cook, and he ends up joining a restaurant, and she is just her. You is just her. It's a more relaxed version of this story, but it is way too similar to Parallel and a lot of other works. It's not a carbon copy. There's some tweaks, but it just feels the same. And for that reason, I have to give this Gift You Crazy Amira okay, but forgettable. It could be so much better, but... I guess maybe the rom-com series is just kind of getting played out. I don't know. Personally, I hope it never does, but I digress. So, I guess that's it for this episode. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier ones at www.spyarkin.com, and you can email me if you have any questions, comments, or concerns at zan at spyarkin.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. Remember? Also email me at spyarkin on Twitter. And here's the random question of the week. Have you ever fallen in love at first sight? Have you ever had that moment when you see someone and your brain just kind of clicks? And you're like, oh my god, it's so beautiful, so amazing. Well, let me know in the comments below this post. Now, with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Except no substitute, and I'm going to do this in a really hurry because I've got a movie to go to and I've got to really hurry my ass off and get this done. So, Wheel of Manga, 10 slots. We have a manga on each one. We're going to spin it. It's going to be in episode 240, which is going to be happening on the 19th. And actually, that's the day before my mom's birthday, which is really cool. So anyway, let's spin and see what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark Manga Review. Number one. So we're going to be reviewing the manga that was made by the guy who made Helsing, Drifters. There's actually a live-action movie. I've heard mixed about it. We're going to find out, though, because I have not read this manga. I do know he does amazing work with Helsing, though. Uh, anyway, i got to go. Catch you guys next time. Later! <laughs>